Welcome to our last episode of the year of What's Crap on WhatsApp, the voice note show that investigates the crap shared in your WhatsApp groups. Can you believe it's almost the end of 2023? It's crazy. Thank you to all our subscribers for joining us in this fact-filled year. I'm Taryn Corey from Africa Check, the continent's leading fact-checking organization. I'm Andesua May from podcasting company Volume. Today, we're looking back at four of our best claims from this year. So keep listening. Taking a trip down memory lane, I seem to recall a very strange claim on social media that said you can get water intoxication from drinking too much water too fast. I remember that. It said that this causes an imbalance of sodium and water moves from your body to inside your cells, making them swell and that this type of swelling can result in coma or even death. We all know about dehydration, which is what happens when the body loses more fluid than it takes in. But remind me, can you drink too much water? So you can actually drink too much water, which is called water intoxication and can affect the brain. It is dangerous because it increases the amount of water in the blood, which dilutes electrolytes such as sodium, and this can cause swelling in the cells. And water intoxication is more common than you might think. A 2002 study found that excessive drinking could be caused by increased water intake during exercise. However, there is no one-size-fits-all answer to the question of how much water we should drink each day to remain hydrated, but not overhydrate. The UK's National Health Service suggests that an average person should drink six to eight glasses of fluid a day. This includes drinks other than water, such as coffee, tea, or fizzy drinks. But don't just glug down as much water as you can. This could be dangerous. The claim is actually correct. Our next claim has to be one of the most submitted by subscribers in 2023. It's a video showing a man in protective overalls walking up to a small gas tank, spewing flames. He then casually drops a handful of white powder on the gas valve of the tank and the flames go out. Yes, that video was also shared widely on social media, claiming that the white powder is flour of the kind used for baking and that a handful of flour can prevent a gas disaster. That's right, but the claim is dangerous and we'll explain why. Tanks filled with gases such as liquid petroleum gas or propane are widely used at home for cooking and heating. But flour is not a safe method of extinguishing fires because it is highly flammable. Flour can even cause large and deadly explosions when suspended in clouds in the air, although this is a danger mainly in industrial flour mills and is unlikely to happen in ordinary kitchens. So what should we do to put out fires safely? If the fire has been caused by a gas tank, manufacturers recommend taking the following actions. Remove tanks from the fire or source of the fire. Close the gas valve on the tank. Use a dry powder or carbon dioxide fire extinguisher to extinguish the flame. You can also slap or cover the flame with a glove, heavy cloth or garment soaked in water to extinguish it. And of course, call fire or emergency services to deal with the fire. The claim is still crap. It's really interesting to go back and see all of the weird and wonderful claims we have debunked throughout the year. What about social media posts claiming that the top of all beverage cans are more contaminated than public toilets and that you can catch leptospirosis from them? 
Ah, yes, it warned readers to rinse the parts evenly on all soda cans before drinking from them. Leptospirosis is caused by Leptospira bacteria and can lead to potentially fatal infections of a number of organs. It is transmitted from animals to humans. According to the World Health Organization, the disease is found mainly wherever humans come in contact with the urine of infected animals or a urine-polluted environment. But the claim was crap, right? Yep, crap. There is evidence that mice can carry infectious diseases such as leptospirosis and can spread them to humans who have direct contact with the urine or other body fluids of an infected mouse. But Leptospira survive in a moist environment, so would not typically survive on the sealed, dry surface of a tin can. It is unlikely that a person would become infected by drinking from a tin can, unless the can had been opened and the contents contained droplets of Leptospira-contaminated urine or soil. Transmission might be possible if the can's top was crusted with rat urine. But a report published in the Indian Journal of Microbiology says that the likelihood of this is statistically low. There is little evidence that the public should be wary of drinking from tin cans for fear of catching leptospirosis. Last up for today and for this year is the popular claim that colloidal silver can be used as an antibiotic. Colloidal silver is a mixture of small particles of silver suspended in a liquid. Didn't the Post also claim that colloidal silver can interfere with the replication mechanism of HIV and is therefore a fantastic antiviral substance? Yep. The human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, attacks and weakens the body's immune system by targeting the white blood cells. And antibiotics are used to treat bacterial infections by killing bacteria or preventing them from spreading. But antibiotics cannot treat or prevent viral infections such as colds and flu. But is colloidal silver the answer to these claims? Nope. Before antibiotics were discovered, colloidal silver was used topically to treat infections and wounds. This means it was applied to the skin, not ingested. But in 1999, the FDA deemed it unsafe and ineffective. We previously found that colloidal silver should not be ingested because of serious side effects. The silver can interfere with the functioning of vital organs, leading to toxicity. In rare cases and high amounts, it can even cause kidney damage and seizures. We also found that taking colloidal silver for several months can lead to Algeria a condition in which the skin, eyes, nails, and gums turn blue. There is no evidence that colloidal silver can help treat HIV. Because colloidal silver can cause serious side effects, it's not recommended for people with weak immune systems. The claim is crap. That's all the time we have for fact-checking in 2023. Now you know what's crap and what's not. Your friends and family can sign up for our show over WhatsApp. The number is 082-709-3527. Make sure to save us as a contact in your phone and send us a message. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple to Spotify. If you listen there, you'll find show notes and a link to the fact checks. Remember that you can send us a WhatsApp message, a picture, video, link, or voice note that you need fact checked. Just forward them to us on WhatsApp. Our theme song is composed by John Bartman. And happy holidays. We're taking a break over the holidays, so we'll see you in January. 
look out for our first graphic of 2024, coming to you in the second week of January. I'm Andisiwe May. And I'm Taryn Khoury. Bye for now. Volume.